Are you listening? Damn. Uh, yeah. I'm almost like, uh-uh, we're not doing with that. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. We're not having ties. What the hell am I doing? Exactly. Welcome to Nosha. <laughs> we're going to name your name. We wanted to try that shit all time. over again. Not right. having ties. <laughs> Welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue. Regardless of who you're talking to, we talk about everything from relationships pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am the Old Testament Petty One, OTP. I am the Lance 2.0. I am the one and only Charmy. I'm testing out my vocals. That screaming screaming don't work. It shoots out the the mic. It doesn't like it. Test out your screams in the bedroom. Oh. (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's Medulla coming at you. What's up, everyone's, everyone's? How is everyone's, everyone's? Everyone's. So happy to be back. I know, Petty, Medulla. We, oh, that's right. Juicy this week. (laughs) Missing Juicy this week, but we got Shami, so they tagged. They sold it to each other. So Shami was out last week, so you missed that good conversation. We may have a Neil and Sam Smith situation going on here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Betty, Adele and Sam Smith. Adele Smith. <laughs> listen, yeah. listen. Adele Smith. Adele Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all could be the same person. Y'all do like the same thing. Um, listen, don't we though? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Ooh, we love you, Juicy. <laughs> Especially when you're not here. Um, so it's time for one night stands. So, Charmy, since you were out last recording, let's catch up with you. How was your weekend? Um, your week? My weekend was fine. It was uneventful. My daughter was here. Um, I called Lance last night. Was like I needed like a num yum ring because I'm like losing it because these kids don't have the common sense that God gives them. And so I'm like, why would you call me? Call Triple A. Call Geico. What are you calling me for? I can't do shit. I'm several miles away. But um, yeah, that was the highlight of my weekend. Like I didn't do anything for real. Was it? Lance, um, I've been pretty good. I went to a business mixer this weekend, trying to get my name out. You know, as a dancer here, um, I actually have. Oh, two- in a good way. All right, right. a good way. You know, good way. I was on my way to um, the stage. I was at the stage. I was on my way to whore heaven when I got there, but you know, yeah. moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say he blocked it. <laughs> right, he blocked it. Okay, but yeah, I went to a business mixer, met some wonderful people. Um, Got some offers, and I actually have teach. I'm actually teaching two different sessions this week. So, oh, I'm not, I, I got I'm offers. Like what? Okay. Yeah, I got yeah. offers to teach and all that stuff. That's good. That's good. That's good. Was there any business people there that you were like, oh, okay, yeah, like that's a good business idea, or somebody you like, is that really a business? So, <laughs> everybody does makeup with their hands or their. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they shouldn't, or their feet, but their hands—I don't know if they do. Okay, okay, because some people I've seen do makeup with their feet. 
Yeah, so everyone does makeup and beauty, all the women, that's what they do. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I met a photographer and wasn't really, yeah, everybody basically does almost the same thing, so, you know. Oh, okay, so you were the only oddball that actually had, yes. you know. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, there was a lady that does line dancing that I connect with, she does line dancing, so. Oh, okay. I can see you in, in, uh, incorporating line dancing into your Zumba. I have before. You sure they, have. You know how long it took me to learn what was that? Shuffle, biker shuffle. Biker shuffle. <laughs> and I still, and I forgot that. I just, I thought about that like two weeks ago. I said I really need like him to give me a one-on-one -on -one class on the skin because I don't remember. Just and that song is long as shit. The song is thirty-five minutes, thousand minutes. Long. It's so it long. <laughs> if you don't get it by the first I'm time, you don't get it in the next thirty-five thousand. <laughs> I'm tapping now after that like fifth um. Biker club. I'm like talking I'm done. But I like the way I, the class I go to now. The lady she'll do a, a line dance song now, and then like towards the middle she'll speed the song up. And so now you have to start moving extra fast with it. Everybody got to start going extra. I don't like her. <laughs> Look, I, I don't like her. I don't like her already. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Madula, what's up with you? How was your weekend? How was your week? Uh, uh my week was filled and my weekend was definitely fun i saw best i saw otp was over here on the west coast hot as fuck uh you know it definitely was good um got a chance to host and you know i'm just over here being a dog dad you know my dog is you know being a little weekend but but god god is faithful <laughs> Hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have to go to jail. I don't have to kill the, the damn dog. But, you know, all this well. uh, uh, Lance, I was this close to calling the people on him yesterday. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Baby, she was I'm, in the pump. I'm, 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 I'm old school. I'm old school. I, you you got to beat these kids. You got to beat the dog. <laughs> and sometimes and you definitely got to beat these adults. You got to beat the ass. Y'all, y'all. I'm telling y'all mama's moving with y'all. Y'all need to beat the ass. Beat them. You got to beat them. You got to beat them. The I'm with you when you write, bro. For, I'm for with you when you write. Not beating people. the mama. For the Caucasian yes. we do not support animal abuse here. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know they love their animals more than they love Look, look, well, look, well, we we live in Florida and Florida don't pay by kids and animals. Now they can give a shit about you killing your neighbor. Right. You took the damn child they don't, or the dog. You kill a kid killing capital of the world. But look, shit, bitch, you can't even shoot an alligator trying to protect your damn dog without going to jail. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Now damn the fact he don't. Now damn the fact the alligator bit through the damn fence in, in my yard, and I'm you know trying to stand my ground. Oh, that only work with blacks and whites. No matter. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> just saying. What about saying. you, Mr. Petty? How was your weekend and your week? My weekend was hot as fuck. So we went to <laughs> Las Vegas, Nevada in the middle of August, which is one of the hottest months where the temperatures were on average 104 at any given time of the day, 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 5 o'clock in the afternoon, 11 so in the morning. Fucking absolutely not. Yes. Absolutely. But... Had a great time. Um, we went to celebrate my cousin who's getting married. So they took her to Vegas for her bachelorette party. So of course I oh, got I to go that. because I'm the man of honor. So oh, I got yes. to go. And then I, of course I got the good double duty because you know Madula's out there. So I got to see him and 
you know, he was our little tour guide, kind of letting us know where to go, where to hang out and stuff. So it was a really good time. Glad to be home. Glad to be in my own bed, taking a shower in my own shower. It's just nothing like it. I don't care where I go in the world. No matter how many stars is behind the hotel, nothing compares to my bed and my shower. Nothing compares. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, sliding on over to words of wisdom. Lance, what is your word of wisdom? My word of wisdom is just simple. Live your life unapologetically. And that just means exactly what it is. Do what makes you happy. Don't apologize for anything that you do because you did it and it is what it is. Any decisions that you make, stand by them. You know, I mean, you can apologize sometimes, but for the most part, do what the fuck makes you happy and live your life unapologetically. All right. Did it here? This little tattoo right here. Live life without regret. I love it. See? Oh, I love that. I get it. Let me get my tattoo. Come on now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's do it. When I come to Dallas, you're going to find me a nice tattoo. I want to go to Vegas or something. Find Mm -hmm. me a nice tattoo. Mm -hmm. I want to get that. Medulla, what's your word of wisdom? Uh, my word of wisdom is, um, this has just been on my heart. Um, when it's really, really rough and when it's really, really hard or uncomfortable, try to communicate exactly how you feel. Yeah. That that has been on my that has been on my heart. Like, I mean, I've really been, it's, it's almost, I'm about to get it tattooed on this wall somewhere. Come on, on the wall. No, no matter no matter how hard it is, how uncomfortable it is, or what have you, you communicate exactly how you feel. Because I think I said it before, you have to deal with the aftermath, what whatever comes with you have to deal with it because you fail to communicate. And I, my thing is I don't let things go easily. So I will hold things on my chest. <laughs> On and his shoulder. I, yes. And and if you're looking <laughs> at me right, and I'll be like, ooh, ooh. But you have to communicate. You have to get it out. You know, you you just do. And I think we suffer a lot because we tend to say, "Well, that's how she is." Oh, they didn't know. They didn't mean no harm. Or you know, well, you know, she always been like that, or what have you. Or well, you know, that's always how it's been. But no, you have to, you know, communicate it. You, no, I agree. That's where I struggle at. So I get it. My, that's my struggle. Mm. Yeah, because you know, we I say it all the time. Everybody's a communicator till it's time to communicate. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can admit I've I've lost money, I've lost time, I've lost effort, you know. Energy, peace. A, a peace, you know, because <laughs> the, the actual the failure to, to just really communicate how you really, really feel, how you really, really felt about the situation. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way it's not up for assumptions. Uh Charmy, what is your word of wisdom? All right. I've seen something one of my Eastern Star sisters posted, and it's so true. And I actually thought about it, and it really ties into this. It says, at some point, you've got to stand and speak up for yourself, protect protect yourself at all costs, even if it makes people uncomfortable, and apply grace only when necessary. Mm. And that's true. That Mm -hmm. is so true. Like, you can't keep letting people treat you any kind of way, say whatever they want to say, because of that's just who they are. Mm-hmm. And we've letting it go. 
Mm-hmm. And this is a conversation that we've had for like the past two weeks. People, different people, mm-hmm. you know, and ooh, it's a whole nother topic that we got to talk about after that <laughs> might be a topic for the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just stand up and kind of speak for speak up for I yourself. Love that. Yeah, 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 I agree. So my word of wisdom is kind of the same thing, but I think it also will go into today's like topic or whatever, but stop venting to people who are glad you got problems. Mm. That's true. Hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. You that's know, a real stop, good, that's a word. Yeah, you know, stop telling people your problems because are they trying to help you fix them? Are they mm-hmm. giving you constructive feedback? Mm-hmm. Are they telling you when you're wrong or that mm-hmm. you're doing whatever that is causing you to be in this constant state of confusion and turmoil and discord? Or are they just listening with the gratification that somebody doing worse than me? Exactly. Mm. I, you're right. Everybody ain't happy. We could. Everybody We're good and oily this, on this good day, honey. Yeah, you know, on this one. Everybody ain't happy for you. Some mm-hmm. people just glad you're doing worse than them. Exactly. <laughs> so they can go on about their fucking day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not some some people are, they just want to see you just be doing bad. Period. And mm-hmm. person, them, they just right. They're like, well, that's what yeah. you mean. So they think about something. You know what they say? <laughs> Misery loves company. It yeah. does. And guess what? Ain't no room at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right. So, Lance, you got four play. You got a game for us. So, the first thing we're going to do is play a game for four play. And this one, like the five of us, I wish Juicy was here, but he's not here. So, but we are going to include him. So, this game is who is most likely. And y'all going to name somebody on the podcast who is most likely <laughs> to do it. I will so, not be <laughs> because I'm just an angel. Okay. Who is most likely to own a Karma Sutra book? <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Charmy. I'm going with Charmy on and that. And does. And does. <laughs> but see, I would actually say Lance. But it's a toss up between Lance and Charmy, though, because y'all bitches read. <laughs> <laughs> And it actually wouldn't be me because I'm just like that's. I just too, want to see the picture too, because I'm more un, I'm more um I don't like to plan stuff so that's like too planning to look up stuff. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. yeah. so that's that wouldn't be me. <laughs> so do a little thing. I missed the question. <laughs> if you could repeat it one more time for the Holy Ghost, that'd be great. <laughs> who, is, who is most likely to own a Karma Sutra book? I'm gonna say Lance 2.0. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, y'all there. I guess I am the one who would most likely own it. All right, here's the next one. Who is most likely to f- flirt using dirty jokes? Juicy. OTP. <laughs> OTP. I was. A little guilty. I might be a little guilty. It might be a little guilty. You know, if the door opens, I'll walk through. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, he'll be like, that's a nice shirt. Shirt you got on. I see your little titties flowing through it. <laughs> got a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we're gonna say that's 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 petty, that's that's on you. Who is most likely to work go to work wearing lingerie or a thong under their clothes? 
uh, charming because Lance 2.0 don't wear nothing. And me and my doula got too much class for that. <laughs> Look, absolutely not. Absolutely incorrect. I'm like, uh, no. I wouldn't wear anything. Oh, God. Right. I don't have shit. I ain't gonna wear anything. Yeah, no. Yeah. He gonna get it just how it is, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How is it? Taking it down, pressing it over. We're gonna do two more of these. <laughs> who is most likely? Who is most likely to want pillow talk? Medulla. Medulla. <laughs> I said Medulla. You know, on it, on it, on it. Medulla be laying there talking about. So like, what's your plan? <laughs> like, what are your goals? Looking all starry-eyed. Right, like, what's your plan? What are your goals? So like, how are you going to take it to the next level? Like, yeah. can we just fuck? Can we just, you know? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> no, I need to know. I'm going, I'm going to ask those questions, by the way. I know. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> I know you, friend. I know. <laughs> hmm, so we're going to go with Medulla on that one. Oh, let's see. I'm going to do I one more. I, I think that's Medulla where I make sure he ain't messing with no broke brokes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go down. Okay. Who is most likely to suggest sex in a friend's bathroom? Lance. Lance, motherfucking two I would say juicy. I would say juicy. Well, juicy, yeah. juicy, juicy. Both yeah, of y'all. Both of them. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. B-O-F-F-U-M. Both of them. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that is our foreplay. Mm-hmm. And also, well, also, let's go into this vaccine thing. I want to do that for foreplay. Um, mm-hmm. because how does everyone feel? I mean, we don't have to say if y'all vaccinated or not, but it's a war of war, it's a war of worlds going on between vaccinated and unvaccinated. And you know, it's getting to the point to where now people are going to have to prove they're vaccinated or COVID negative. I mean, that makes sense though, but I am proud to say that I am vac- fully vaccinated. I am proud to say that. Cool for you, me. Um, although I may not have been at the line when the doors open like on Black Friday, but I did mm-hmm. get it timely without mm-hmm. being forced, without any hesitation because my thing for getting it was, it wasn't just for me, it was for my loved ones that I was going to be around. Right. You know what I mean? So for me to not be selfish about my status in anything, ha, huh. uh, I did it, you know, and it was something so simple, like, and real quick story. So my grandfather um, called all of us and he was like, hey, um, I don't know if y'all had planned on or when y'all were thinking about it, but I really would like for y'all to get the vaccine because I miss being able to see y'all. So if everybody gets the vaccine, then we can kind of get back to how things were, you know, we can still get together and stuff like that or whatever. So that was all it took for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He made a phone call and he just put his plea out there and without hesitation, we all lined up and got what we needed to get done because he asked and it made sense because we had already lost a family member to COVID. So um, it was a very easy decision for me. Um, I think him making the phone call sped up the process, but I had planned to get it. I just wanted to make sure I went in the first or the second batch, you know. Right, but, right. Um, you know, and that's just me being ignorant and being a little, you know, a little cautious and 
you know, and everything. And I know we're going to get to these uh, social media uh, experts. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole thing, too. Um, so, but yeah, that was my reason. Yeah, I, I, I am. No, Sean. I am fully vaccinated because honestly, I want to go on the cruise. I want to travel. I don't want to be anywhere and you know, I can't because I'm not vaccinated or I have to pay more because I'm not vaccinated. So that was like, I'm not gonna lie, that was like number one. Number two, I had COVID. So I was like, I know how this feels. I don't really want to do that again. It wasn't wasn't pleasant at all. Um, so yeah, I was like, uh-uh. It wasn't it wasn't a thought. It wasn't something where I gotta oh now I did not like you. I'm like, I'm not trying to be the first one. I don't want to be no damn guinea pig. But you know, after a while, I'm like, okay, yeah, let me go ahead and you know, go ahead and do it. I mean, I literally walked in, got it done, waited 15 minutes and left. I didn't have any side effects after the first shot. The second shot, I think I was just tired, like mm-hmm. the next day, exhausted. But that was it. Like it wasn't something where it was like, oh my God, I had this terrible cough for. I felt horrible, Lord. It wasn't anything like that. I just did it and it was done. Okay, so I get it. Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated as well. Um is, and I and I, I have my personal reason, you know, where I, whether I believe the vaccines work or not. I just got it because, like you, Charmy, I wanted to travel. I'm not one of those people who are out here telling people, "Oh, you got to get vaccinated. You got to get vaccinated." Right. It's just not. Right. I, I, I'm not that. I'm not jumping into that world mm-hmm. of you not vaccinated. You vaccinated. Look, bitch. They do whatever they want to do. I know. I mm-hmm. I know why I am. And remember, I said I was getting vaccinated because I didn't want to wear masks no more. And then, bitch, you got to wear them again. And this Delta variant, honey. Mm-hmm. I was never worried about COVID, actually, but the Delta variant has me a little bit more worried because, you know, I live my life, even through the pandemic, I still club hopping and everything. <laughs> did, and, I was, me, and me and Madula was stretched out every week. <laughs> <laughs> praying, covering, just praying everywhere. Like, Lord, protect him while he out there in the world doing worldly things. <laughs> Everybody was like, "How did you survive the pandemic?" I said, "I didn't have a pandemic coming up." <laughs> grace, grace. That's that word. That's that word. Right. Grace. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, I, I am. You know, wearing my mask again and everything. So even though I'm vaccinated, just but that's just my personal thing. I'm not going to be beating nobody over the head, the head with it do you yeah and i think that's important i mean the thing about it is is that everybody has the freedom to do what it is they feel is best for them what gets me is is when you hear some of the people's response as to why they haven't gotten it Mm -hmm. that's what blows my mind not it's like it's not even the fact that you haven't gotten it but when you try to articulate why you haven't gotten it and it really makes absolutely no sense or you tell me that I follow this dude on social media and he told me this and this and this and he was breaking down you know the timeline from when it happened it's a conspiracy theorist but I'm like dude they're not offering the vaccine just the white people or just the mm-hmm. black people. No, no, no. That that's a whole different. But you know that's a, that's that, that, that's. If you're you gonna, know. I mean, and I, people have legit uh, legit reasons why they don't, and I've heard them, you know, and I have, you know, I have my reasons why I didn't believe mm-hmm. it. But you know, like I said, I got I'm fully vaccinated. Um, and shit. And then I got I had fucking Johnson and Johnson. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. And then the next week, that's when they was like, "Bitch, we stopping this." I'm like, "Are you serious?" But no, I've been okay. you need to get in line for the booster shot. <laughs> 
Now, I can't guarantee that, but we'll see. <laughs> but we will see. Madulas? Um, well, I, I um, am like everybody else. I am fully vaccinated. Um, I was definitely nervous about it because the flu shot, the flu vaccination shot did a number on me. And I will never forget that for as long as I live. That was back in 2010. I was out literally for about three days and I was all alone. I was by myself. And um, I mean, I had nightmares. I mean, it was, I woke up crying. It, it was, it was oh. horrible. Yeah, so I, I, I vowed, I vowed to never get a, um, a, a vaccine shot ever again. Cause it just really did that. I, it was, it was awful. But um, I definitely thought about it because, you know, I've definitely wanted to travel. And then also, you know, I am a singer and I'm, I have to perform places as well. So, you know, it definitely was beneficial to me to kind of just be covered, you know, being in certain crowds and stuff after we're open back up. And then mm -hmm. also being around, you know, just really thinking about the other individuals as well. I think that's my big, biggest problem, excuse me, biggest blessing and problem, because I'm mm -hmm. definitely always concerned about other people. I'm definitely concerned mm -hmm. about the well-being and making sure that they're good because I just don't want to do people, you know, harm like that. <laughs> so I, I would definitely, I, I would not take it too well if a baby is sick because I'm sick or someone has to be shut down in their parent, they have a whole household and I'm over here just chilling with this dog, uh, <laughs> you know, what have you. And, and because, <laughs> so that, that, that would just, yeah. you know, that, that would make me feel away. So I, I definitely feel like everybody should get it. Uh, I understand it may be scary, you know, everybody's system is different, but just take that chance to get it because that's the only yeah. way we possibly can stop this. And, you know, it's so many different people are still dying to this day. It's not just 2020, mm -hmm. not 2021 and leading into 2022. And then what people fail to realize is that when certain things hit your body, it awakens other things that have been going on. So I think right. that's why people have passed, passed away because you may have had something that may have been live dormant in your system. And now with that vaccine, it's, it's just, you know, you can't get it together. You know, now your, your gout acting up, now your diabetes acting up, you know, just everything. So get vaccinated people. Yeah. Um, and if you're, and I, I I believe in natural healing too. If you if if you believe in that stuff, keep going. yeah. Because everybody been swallowing go, what is the goalie vitamins? They've been swallowing them whole, them horse pills. They've been swallowing them whole. Um, they're gummies. I do immunity. They're not pills. They're just gummies. And all right, right, but I, but still, they just swallowing. I'm like, oh, it's like a, a damn horse pill. But what what was the scariest thing for me is that like when when COVID first happened. And, you know, they shut down and then people started having like little small gatherings, you know, like, oh, well, it's just family, you know, close family is coming mm -hmm. and stuff like that or whatever. And my argument to my mom when we first had the conversation was, well, you do know that you don't just get coke from people you don't know. Right. Right. And she, and she was like, yeah, I know. But, you know, it's just going to be something small. I said, well, I'm not going. And, be, and no sooner than I said that a friend of mine. Um, family had an intimate small baby shower and everybody in the baby shower got COVID mm. Mm. because somebody came in from out of town, but it was close family. So they didn't think nothing mm -hmm. of it. Came in from out of town and got everybody sick. Three people died. Ooh, and I just great. wouldn't, I just would not want that on my conscience that I was the cause of mm -hmm. a loved one losing their life because maybe I had it and you know, I'm, you know, I have zero symptoms, so I didn't know I had it. You get what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. All of that was the things that kind of played my mind as to, okay, I want, I just want to make sure I can protect my mom, my grandparents, my, my aunts and uncles and stuff like that, you know, my loved ones. Because right. at that point, it was just, you know, it was the 
the elderly community that was, you know, a target. But now with the new Lambda and the, you know, Omega Phi, Psi, <laughs> Delta, and Beta, and Alpha and Omega, you know, all they, these different variants. They've been a stroll. Like they've been to have a stroll. You know, child, it's like, it's like, exactly. it's like the Marvel multiverse, child. It's like, it's always something. It's a new version of somebody. Wow, yeah. So I get it. I, I mean, I get people reason, but you know, if you want to get vaccinated, I, I encourage you to. But you know, hey, if you don't, I'm not going to reach over the head with it because bitch, I'm dying. Yeah, if you don't, that's fine. But I just never understood why people are like, oh, well, you know, uh, we wearing masks, but y'all fucking raw. So I just didn't understand that. Like, okay, so is it that you can't get the you can't get it because you're not getting the droplets from the nose and the mouth, but you're sweating. So does the sweat not carry the thing? As, you know, yeah, but the thing with the mask is that people don't understand is that the masks were never meant to protect you. It was meant to protect other people so you wouldn't pass it to nobody else. Correct. <laughs> and that's what people done. And there's a lot, I get there's a lot of miscommunication, a lot of back and forth that's been going on. So I can get why people are hesitant because you just don't know because they, you're getting different information every fucking day. And it's always changing. Right. And I can admit, you know, because it was scary, like it's always changing, but you know, hey. When not having ties to a situation allow you to see things clearly that's not distorted, we call that love versus logic. Woo! <laughs> I, love, I love the way he says it because, honey, I still don't remember shit. I ain't going to lie to you. But it's all right. It's all right. So what we want to talk about is the three C's that are the cancers of the mind. The what? The three C's that are the cancers of the mind. It was the whole commercial spill for me. Just do it in. The three C's. <laughs> The, the, three C. <laughs> <laughs> the first C being comparing. Mm-hmm. Do you how do you feel that uh comparing yourself to others is um cancers of the mind? Oh, you always um feel like you have to compete and catch up, mm-hmm. but you'll never be satisfied with what you have because you're always comparing what the next person has. You always right. be in competition with other people when truly you only have to be in competition with yourself. But even that, right. you know, in the words of Beyonce, I'm not even in competition with my own self no more at this point because- Oh, we gonna get to, to that point, yes. <laughs> you know- say y'all gonna get what my Virgo ass give y'all. Okay. Right. <laughs> but I think that's just one of the issues. And I know I've, I've done it in the past for the longest, and you know, just been like, Damn, well, they doing this. I should be doing this. I should be at this level. Yeah. Everything I think happens in time when you're ready. Sometimes you may not even be ready. And I do feel like God places you in certain places to to, to learn and train. Mm-hmm. So right. you can't just rush it. You know, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time to get there. But you know, a lot of people, you know, you have people who say they're your friends who may be in competition with you. Everything you do, people they're say they're your, they're your family. Oh, that's still cool. being secret competition with you for no reason. Right. Mm-hmm. True. I know siblings oh. that have been in competition with each other, and it's, it's a sad case. <laughs> yeah. It is very sad. But I, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to get this off while I'm on my I think it, it's a cancer because you never really get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you're all you're always living through somebody else. You, you, you never know what you like. You never know what makes you tick or something that actually may be your lane because... Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we, we see it's a lot of people, like even in the music industry, you know, because I have to use that. A lot of people are great songwriters, have wrote the hits, but when they wrote their own, or when they and got on stage, it, it just, it, it didn't go, it didn't go, it didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Nope. They, 
so so that wasn't their lane and and they thought well you know i should be doing this because i can do this i got it i got no but you don't have that factor so that's not your particular lane and mm-hmm. you never really get to know your your own self and what are your limitations and hell what you actually can do because you possibly can do way more than the person you're uh that you're in comparing yourself to yeah to you know you probably can do way more than that you know you're trying to look like flavor flave when <laughs> you when you when you looking like shit where you really like your mom or you know what i'm saying so i you know i you i, I think yeah. that, now that is definitely a cancer because if you look like your mom or you're trying to look like little play there is seriously something wrong I know. It's, I exactly. yeah. it, it kills your brain cells it kills your brain cells. kills your brain cells fun <laughs> charming comparing i agree with everything you guys said i just feel like comparison I had I had this conversation. Why do we feel like we have to compare? Like we have to be better than? Why? Why? You know that just robs of robs us of so much joy and peace within ourselves. And it's like we don't have to be this way. You can literally stand on your own two feet and just be you and be great. Yeah. So I think the comparing. I I think when it's done excessively. Um, is how it's a cancer. I don't feel like comparing is always a bad thing. I think comparing is also making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do at a certain point in my life, you know, or the people that I surround myself with, do we fit? You know, are we complimenting each other and stuff like that? So I feel like comparing to some degree is not a bad thing, but I think when you are like extremely hard on yourself because you look at someone else and they've done this and they have this and they look like this and they have this many followers and this and this and this or whatever and then you compare yourself to them and you will say to yourself that oh i'm not successful because i don't have what they have so basically if you're using that as motivation is 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 right motivation is one thing versus if you're using it to tear yourself apart like oh you know why am i not doing this or i should be doing this versus you know like I look at my friends and I'm like, okay, we all good. You know what I mean? We're right. always, you know, whatever, whatever. And, I, and sometimes I ask y'all later, but um, I feel like it in a healthy dosage is good, is a good thing. But when it's like, it's used for um, like in a negative way, I, I feel like that's what really makes it cancerous. Um, complaining, <laughs> we all know somebody. Mm. who does nothing but complain. Why are they oblivious to the fact that all they do is complain? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, because see, like, I, 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 my stance on complaining has really changed a lot. <laughs> and I say that if you don't like something, complain about it. <laughs> I'm just like, I think when you're complaining, when all you do is complain, it's a problem. When you go to your friends and complain about every single thing, or you complain about your relationship, and you're not doing anything to change your situation. Mm-hmm. That's right. why complaining is just the worst, if you're not doing anything to change anything. But the part that kills me is that when you complain about a relationship that don't exist. <laughs> explain yourself now. Who complained about that? I wonder why they complain about You know, I mean, but like, prime example, like a lot of people tell on themselves because I'll say this, y'all had a friend that complained about the different type of people that they came in contact with and that people, you know, they only want this, they only about this and they superficial and this, this, and this. And you're complaining about this group of people, but you dying desperately to be a part. Exactly. Woo. Woo. Now 
that was it right there, friend. That was it. Now see, he don't so, goddamn place. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. you, 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 you complaining about all this shit, but you would sell your left arm and your right arm just to be in just part. to be in the number. Right, <laughs> and that is so sad. Just yeah, to be in so the number. Sad. And I think, but that's also again, misery loves company. Like you want to, I don't understand people who don't want to be happy, who don't want to be healthy, who don't want to be quote unquote healed, and just you know, like I want to be in environments where I'm happy. Right. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a a good hit basically if you're just constantly complaining. Now, I mean, I get it. Sometimes we have to call and just vent sometimes or whatever, but that's situational. Or even if it's something that's ongoing. It's not complaining. It's just, you know what? I got to get this off of me. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I want to change it. And I'm trying to change it because X, Y, and Z or whatever. But that's just having an outlet. Like we all know that we need right. somebody as a brick wall or a vault or something like that, that we can, you know, share and be expressive and expose our vulnerabilities and frustrations and stuff like right. that. That's different than a bitch that complains just for the simple fact of complaining. Right. Like, oh my gosh, it's hot outside. Then bitch, stay out, stay from outside. It's very simple. Like, oh my God, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, or I know somebody, I don't like to go anywhere with them because no one does anything good enough. The food ain't cooked right. The drinks ain't made right. The waitress ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. I'm like, well, damn, bitch, do anybody do it better than you? No, that's a whole different, yeah. I, Can I, you I, do I, everything? I know people like that, too. And then I know some people just complain to get free stuff. So, you know, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but that's what I'm, I'm like, you know, it's just like that. It's, it's a spirit. It's the complaining spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and, I really, and I really feel like a lot of times. And I'm gonna, I, I feel like in the examples that I've used, the people who do all of that complaining also is constantly comparing themselves to the things that they're complaining about. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You and know, rather you think rather you think yourself is better or less than, you're comparing and then you're complaining about the 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 difference. Right. Mm-hmm. Or why they not on my level. Yeah, certain, certain <laughs> women, certain women are good with that. They were like, oh child, I just wouldn't dress like that. But mind you, they'll put on mm-hmm. something be like, oh, I'm oh no, I'm gonna be, I'm conscious of this. Mm, are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, you? <laughs> are you really? Are you right. are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure that you're sure? I do you know that you know that you know? Do you know <laughs> that you know that you know? Come on. Talk, from the way you're talking, baby, you, you yeah, yeah. And I think my only issue with and this is where my, my, you know, my argument with complaining goes is when people use that, I guess, that term or saying, um, well, there's a lot of people who's worse off than you are and all this stuff. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck if it's worse off. I still hate the fucking job, bitch. I don't, they're like, well, you could not right. have bitch. I don't give a fuck. I don't like the job. I'm trying to get up out of here. I'm going to complain. Give me the right, give me the right to fucking complain. Give me that right. And it was something that D.L. Hughley <laughs> And it was something that D.L. Hughley said when he was on The Breakfast Club. And he was like, people be like, oh, well, your situation could be worth out. He's like, tell that to the homeless motherfucker who complained every day about being homeless. Exactly. Like, well, like, like, people be like, well at, least you're, well, at least you're alive. 
tell that to that homeless motherfucker out there that's on the corner. Who tell him, <laughs> tell that to the tell that to the person who's alive, who's on the machine, that that's the only reason why they're alive. That's not a good quality of life. Exactly. So right. like some stuff right. you just have to <laughs> just move yourself out of. If you don't want to hear the complainer, move your, remove yourself from that situation. So let's move on to the last C. Criticizing somebody who always has something to say. I I honestly feel, and I tell this to anybody, it is very easy for someone to criticize the efforts of someone else because you are starting from an endpoint of something else. Exactly. It is a very different process to bring something forward from nothing than to criticize a final product. Criticize somebody's actions, criticize what somebody has worn, criticize all this other stuff. It's very easy for you to pick apart something that is already done versus if you had to go in the kitchen or go in the closet or go to the store and put it together yourself, would it be what you said it should have been? Right. Right. You know, my biggest thing when it comes to the criticizing, I think people, they criticize, but they're not in the lane that you're in or, or they do not provide logical solutions to what they're criticize, uh, criticizing about. Right. You know, if, they're, if they're criticizing, you know, about someone's carpet being, carpet being dirty, let's just say that carpet being dirty. Okay. Don't just criticize and just say that I need to get the carpet cleaner. It's dirty. Or say, well, why you got this over here? Why get up? Why don't you provide me some type of solutions to say, hey, I got this person who actually can come. I'll split the cost mm-hmm. with you. Or this this won't cost so much. You can, right. you know, something that gives solutions. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always open to criticism because I think everybody is entitled somewhat to pay because niggas have paying y'all this time. And it's all the that. But what I'm saying is, is that when you when you offering pretty, pretty much um, a lot of things with no type of solutions, there's no end results. It's just constant mm-hmm. cycle of complaining or criticizing or, or giving your opinion on something, but you, but you're not doing anything about it. And because that's mm-hmm. that's normally what people do. But when people criticize a lot of stuff, they, they ain't doing nothing no way. It's easy for them to criticize you dancing because bitch, they ain't, they ain't, dancing, they ain't even writing a book. It is, it is very easy. People will always criticize somebody's event that they put together. They will criticize a wedding. They will criticize anything that is something that somebody has thrown money into. There's mm-hmm. a lot of planning, and their argument is, "Oh, well, why did it do this? Oh, this food caller. Oh, why this and this and this, ma'am." Some stuff. Nobody asked for your critique. You see what I'm saying? Like it to me, I feel like it's one of those things that it's easy for you to critique, like how somebody did something. But bitch, did you have the budget to do that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That part, right? Oh, I'm sorry. You want to criticize this girl wedding, but you ain't had a boyfriend long enough to want to date you. To be mm-hmm. Mr. So and So, even claim you, claim <laughs> you, right? You see what I'm saying? They, they won't even come guys. with you as a plus one. <laughs> they don't even want to tell them how they slept with you. <laughs> Look, <laughs> this, this the only way we know you got somebody, somebody, a silhouette, somebody get mm-hmm. the tech, but we love the shade around him. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you know. It's just I don't know. I I just feel like it's all. Cancers of the mind, it just really stuck out to me because it's like all of these things are things that people do. And I think a lot of times they're it's subconscious. They don't even realize that they're doing it as much. And then if you call them out or brought it to their they attention, don't see it. you got they don't problem. see it. Or they or no. well, why you say that? 
And then my thing is, is that, okay, give you an example, because I'm not going to bring up something to bring to your attention and not have at least two, two, not one, but two specific instances that that, uh, prove why I came to this conclusion. You know, like, especially like at work or like on my team and stuff like that. I tell people all the time, don't bring me no issues. Don't bring me no, don't bring me no, don't bring me no, tell me it's wrong. Don't tell me that. If you got a problem with something that is a process, people process with technology, I need you to come with a solution. I agree. Mm-hmm. Don't just bring me, a, oh, well, we got an issue. What's the solution? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> bring, it back when you got a, bring it back when you got a solution. That's right. What's the ETA? Hey, you escalated to so-and-so. Do you need me to get engaged to escalate it? Because at some point, you have to do some of the work. Yes. Right. Right. Because if you bring it to me and I tell you what to do, you may not like my solution. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I, you complain about that. I've trained myself to actually be think about the solution first before even the problem. You know, I, I I just train myself. Period. You know, I always think about okay, well, tiger flat. Okay, I'm thinking about okay, well, what can I do? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if it happens, I'm already thinking about solutions. I'm not going to yeah. wait for the problem actually arise. I, I've just trained myself that way. Come so on, come on, proactive, proactive versus reactive. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Look, I need to be like you. Yeah, I agree. That's mm-hmm. so. Since we talk about the cancel of the mind, we all talk about the comparing and the complaining, criticizing. What's something that you've learned about yourself within the last eight months? Is it something new or a realization that you've come to about yourself in the last eight months? And let's say maybe two or three things. I have a low tolerance for bullshit. I'm glad you finally realized it. I've been new. <laughs> I've been new. Yeah. I have a little time. I really do. And um, that's one of the things that I just had to realize is that. Um, but the thing is, even though I have that low tolerance, I think I let a lot of shit slide in the mm. past because, you know, just to go along to get along. Um, and like you do said, you I always find that's cancerous. Do you find that's cancerous? It was very cancerous. They're toxic. That was very cancerous. And, um, you know, and my therapist actually told me, she was just like, in this new season that you're in, you're going to see, notice stuff in people that you just overlooked in the past. And it's going to make you just really, you know, you're going to lose some friends. You're going to lose some family. You know, everybody's not going to come along on this journey with you. And um, that's the one thing that I've had to learn is that, okay, I have my tolerance level and I can cut you out of my life at any point. Okay, well, look here. Look here. <laughs> look here. Okay. okay. Now, you gonna I say like what this. I'm going to say? Like, look, now I like your therapist, but if I get enough <laughs> text and say I got left in 2021, I'm going to be upset. Because you know, oh, it was bad. You know, I mean? and you know, and I, I hate that because I even told my mom, I said, I could cut you out in my life at any time. Any point. See, <laughs> it was something that he said. I call you <laughs> three times. I was like, Lord, if Jesus. I call you three times, you don't answer my phone call, I'm looking for your therapist. I feel like she done planted the seed. <laughs> you know, and my mom said the same thing. <laughs> I don't know about this. I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I'm just gonna come in way outside the garage. Romeo. <laughs> like, do we have a problem? Do we have a problem? It's gonna be just like what is it, Doughboy on Boys in the Hood? 
You got a problem? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sit in the lodge. What's, going on? <laughs> What's the tea? What's the gaga? But uh, also, I, I dare you run me over. <laughs> I dare you run me over. <laughs> one more, one more thing I learned. I would think in the past mm-hmm. eight months, it's no one's job to fix my insecurities. It's only my job to fix those. You, you friend, you better say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You better say that. That's yeah. your That's- own bag. It's a, a, your own baggage to fix. No one else is responsible for fixing your insecurities. Mm, so those are the things I have learned. That's the things I've learned in the past eight months. <laughs> that is wonderful. That is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Madula. Oh, wow. Um, I think the last couple of months, uh, especially, you know, when I went to, when I went to Cancun, I, I, I think I've got this revelation. I am actually... I think I'm I'm good and okay with fighting with my words. Mm-hmm. I've learned that, like in the like, because it used to be I'm hit this bishop side of head and over and jump <laughs> But it's like no, I've I, I've gotten to the point to where, especially this little last thing that that I fight with my words. Like I say certain things that really can free free the blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. That I can say some things that can free mm-hmm. free the brain as mm-hmm. opposed to just getting physical. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that about myself um, because I've been working on this communication thing for a while because I think I really, 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 really sucked at it for so long. But then I gave myself some credit. Oh, oh that's another one. That's number two. Giving myself credit. It's okay to give yourself some credit. credit. Oh, I agree. Yes. Credit. Yes. I, I can honestly say this is a transparent, tearful moment that I have put myself down uh, when it came to certain stuff because I felt like in certain areas that I just was not doing what I was supposed to do that it was not enough, that it was, it was just belittle of me. And then mm-hmm. you'd be like, no, bitch, you have done a lot. <laughs> Give yourself the credit. Give yourself your flowers. Pat yourself I just want to say, I'm that friend. I'm that friend that was telling him, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, know. got it. Yeah, that, that's that's my second thing. So the fight with the words and them two. And then also just really, um, And this is constant, not saying the first thing that comes up. Don't let the first thing that come up come out. Because yeah. it, that, that's, it's, it's been a struggle for some years, but I've, I've gotten better, at, a little bit better at doing it. Because just because it's like, no, bitch, go sit your ass down. <laughs> no, girl, take that, that's, that ain't cute. Ooh. <laughs> okay. You need to just cut. You need to just cut your hair. <laughs> I think a trend would be real nice. That's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Charmin. I have realized that I am really, really bad at communication. Hmm. Um, I hold things in. And instead of talking to the person, I internalize it and then I'm mad. But I'm mad by myself. They don't even know. They don't even know what they did to make you. They mad. don't even know what no. they did, or they don't <laughs> put like this. Exactly. No, they don't know what they did to make me mad, or they don't know what they did to upset me. Mm-hmm. Um. So I know that's something I'm definitely working on. Um. But then I also, I honestly believe that. See, this is a problem. Like it's a whole problem for me. I just feel like I don't know if it's settling or knowing my work. But it's literally going hand in hand these days. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you know you don't like this, and this is a non-negotiable for you, why are you dealing with this person who's not giving you 
anything that you want or mm-hmm. they're giving you oh, a little morsel here. Nobody's feeding you a full meal of what you want. Mm-hmm. And I believe in 80-20. I believe no one's going to be 100% what you want. But damn. So I can't get some of the shit that I want. Like <laughs> some of it. Right, right. You know, and then I feel like, well, damn. Like, okay, what's wrong with me? And I feel like maybe because I'm a woman of a certain age, you know, how people say, um, I tell my kids this all the time, when you're young, you may have options, like it's literally, you go to freaking Total Wine, and you got all these options, you can, you know, this one and that one, and it's as those tick marks come, and you crossing them off, 25, 30, 32, 36, it's like, damn, but you, you know are what? literally at the convenience store, and it's only like a couple things that you have. So it's like you either get this bitch or you get nothing. But you know <laughs> what? I'm getting to but, the point. I'm like, I'm just give me nothing. But the, th- but the thing about it is, Charmin, is I think that's a mindset. I think if you switch your mindset from, oh, well, this is good as it gets at this point in my life. Mm. If you switch that to like, I want what I want. And if what I want is what I want, God gonna give it to me, or it's gonna come then my way. Have and it, I'm not, right. and, and I'm not going to settle for just something to pass the time when I could be occupying my time working on me. Because here's another thing: a lot of times we may not be ready for what we want, right? Because when you get that's, it, what you gonna what you gonna do with it when you get it? He was just OTP gonna preach tonight. That's that's all. <laughs> Listen, and I'm fine with it. Preach, you preach know, it's, 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 it's just it's just one of those things because oftentimes, and and I'm gonna talk about this in my little um, my little things I've learned is that once you surrender and you give it up and say, you know what, when it's time, what's for me is for me. Ain't a decision I can make the better position before. If it's for me, it's for me. Shit just happened. Yeah, it just happened. People that you weren't looking for seek you out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you won't just be occupying, you know, time with just people that's just a now and later. You know. So I think it's just a mindset thing. So what are you gonna do to change it? Since those are things that you identified that are things you um are not happy with. I mean, I'm currently changing it. You know, it's not something that happens overnight, but it's definitely a process for me. And so with me, it's more spending more time, honestly, by myself, to be Mm -hmm. honest. You know, yeah, we can go out. We can do this. We can do that. And it's like now making choices not to because I don't want I know what the after effect is going to be of me going out with you and still even in what we're doing, not getting what I want. Mm -hmm. And then I'm struggling with that because I'm like, am I really this selfish, you know? But Mm -hmm. it's okay to be selfish. But is it really okay? We're taught not to be selfish. We're taught as women to be selfless and to yield to other people. And it's like, shit is exhausting. Not Mm -hmm. to mention, this one dude told me, he said, I'm something like a nigger. I said, why does everybody keep saying that? I'm really not. I'm a whole woman out here. I'm a lady. But apparently I got a mindset like I'm a nigger. And because that's the defense mechanism. Well, and see, so maybe that's why I'm getting what I'm getting. I don't know. And see, mm, and see, then that that goes back to putting roles and labels on personality types. That has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with gender. Mm 
Right. Remember, we kind of talked about that. Remember playing the role? We talked the gender roles. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of talked about that. And I think it's more of if you are accustomed to, because I've experienced this in, in dating people or whatever, is that if I have a certain standard of expectations and I meet someone who is not accustomed to dealing with people with those expectations, mm. I'm going to be deemed as difficult, demanding, mm. or intimidating. No, mm. I expect and require more than the average bitch you talk to. Oh, come on. Right, right. Come on. Right. You know, you know, so. Say no mirror, go with around. Me, you, yeah, I mean, you have to be intentional. All that fly by night shit don't fly with me. Oh, okay, well, I'm gonna come by about 6.30. Okay, 6.45 come and I ain't heard from you. Seven o'clock come, I ain't heard from you. I'm no longer expecting you. So don't pull up at my house at 8.30 and think you're gonna come in that bitch and chill. No, that's right. not a date. Netflix and chilling is not a date. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna open my door. Oh, well, I came by. Your car was outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was home. Bitch, I'm sleeping by now. Shit. I'm not. I'm watching TV. <laughs> I'm no longer expecting you. You know what I mean? Because again, now you know you can't try me with some bullshit. So guess what? The next time your ass showed up on time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. You know, just because. Just because other people don't teach you how to treat them, huh? Uh, is so and so here? Okay, let's go ahead and get this lesson started. Because you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn. You're gonna learn today. Bring it right. on. That's all. So the things that I've learned. So one, which is very funny, edibles make my mouth dry and my eyes dry. <laughs> it just mouth. Wait a minute. They make my mouth dry too, <laughs> mouth, and I hate it, but I ain't gonna stop. But I, right. they make my mouth, mouth dry too. My mouth and my eyes just be dry. I'm like, Lord, cotton mouth. I don't, I don't understand. Mouth, that's what smoking does for me. Huh? I'm like, oh my gosh, but I know I still can't smoke because I can't get the, you know, inhale, hold it, let it go. I, I just can't get the. It'll be down. worse than your cotton mouth will be worse then. So don't. Yeah. So see, yeah. Mm-mm. And see, mm. I like my lips being pink. So that's all. If you smoke those to the to the roach. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, nobody does that. You burn your like. Yeah, I don't know. And see, and look, I can't have my hands getting burnt and looking all, you know, crusty. Listen, you see these nails? Um, Baby, we don't do that. This. We don't do that. Here. Right. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. Look, I stay in my lane. See, again, instead of criticizing and complaining and comparing, and I, I identify my lane and I stay right. in it. Um, right. The second thing, I have realized that I am extremely blessed. Extremely. Um... Over the last eight months, I have mm-hmm. stepped out on faith several times and without any effort, got everything I thought I wanted, things I didn't even see coming, opportunities, relationships, just everything just really kind of lines. So I just really realized even more how blessed I am, right. you know, and the fact that I have been a blessing to other people. Now it's my season to get all those blessings so i realized that in the last eight months and the last thing is i have a good solid relationship friend circle like i really have people that i can trust depend on look to for inspiration look to for um you know, just advice or, you know, just a listening ear and not have any second thoughts on it being shared. You know, 
the thing that I love about my relationships with my friends is that it's ne- we have never had a messy situation in all the years that we've been friends. Mm-hmm. We have never had a messy situation. Yeah. You know, nobody is jealous of anybody. You know, we and, and even when we do sense a friend is having those cancers of the minds, we're there to support them, to, to, to walk them and talk them out of that. Right. And I really, really love that. So also what I'm going to do is go around and I'm going to tell each of you what I admire and what I've learned about you. So one, Chantel, you are so inspiring. Charmy. 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 Same person. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's the same person. Spoiler alert. It's the same person. See, I got real deep in my feelings. See, See, this ain't for TV. Come on, feelings. This ain't for TV. This is real. This This is real real life. Yeah, this this, this is real. Man, it's my life, man. (laughs) <laughs> you had to take it from me. <laughs> Charmy, you are an inspiration because you are so resilient. I don't think I've ever told you this, and maybe I have, but the fact that you, with all of your challenges with your site, I have never seen you be down and negative about it. It's like you're like, you know what? It's a part of who I am. It ain't stopping no show. This old broom still sweeps. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that about you. I oh, love that about you. She tell me about to get all Thank you. Stuff. I love that about you. <laughs> uh, uh, Lance 2.0. Lance 2.0, you inspired me to feel comfortable in seek starting my new journey outside of my current company um you know I'm as so you proud. all know as you know Lance 2.0 was like look I'm moving <laughs> <laughs> literally like oh okay we gonna do it together and it was like mm. we started applying at jobs at the same time I wasn't so serious because I'm like eh, I don't know if I want to leave Lance was like I got a job I start so and so I'm like but you're leaving me now, mind you, we've been in the same company for almost the same amount of time. Right. And for him to have the faith to step out and say that, you know what, my skills are transferable. I can do this. I can do so much more. There's more to me than what I've done for the last 15, 16 years. That was inspiring to me for me to take that same leap of faith yes. and for me to now be, you know, getting ready to start a new journey. So, so proud of you. So proud. I know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Doula, doula, my doula, doula. Hey, all this. I'm about to start getting emotional. <laughs> right, getting all you know. emotional. Stuff. Uh, I, I have a my doula keep me on my toes, right? Like just when I think I'm grown <laughs> and I can do a whole bunch of shit, this bitch pulls another job out. <laughs> you know, uh, he's so independent, but he's so considerate of other people. If I could just be just a little bit more considerate and a little more giving, that would be great. But I'm I'm inspired by the fact that he's able to do so much for himself and still stretch himself to the limit for other people. Yes. And not compl- and not remind them of what he's done for them, not put it on front street, you know, put it on the sidewalk and kick it in the street for people to see. He does a lot for a lot of people, and people don't even know what he does for them. 
and that's inspiring to me. Most dependable phone? Woof, yes. All right. That's all I got. That's Go all I got. All emotional and stuff. Oh my gosh. So, you know, with all that stuff, you know, we could be social media experts too, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, Madula. Oh, we got me. Yeah, okay. what about um, you and everybody? Oh, so, uh, I gotta go fast because I, I get emotional and start talking about stuff. But uh, I have to go with Charmy first. Um, I definitely have to agree with Q. Um, I have never. Who? Who? I mean, o- oh, OT. Petty. Petty. <laughs> petty. I gotta agree with Petty. I have never heard Charmy complain. <laughs> I mean, talk about, I mean, it, there have been no tear com- tearful conversations. There have been, I mean, nothing. It's just like, oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this and it's, it's whatever. It's, it's always like a whatever. And I'm all for the whatever talk because I'm, you know, that's how I downplay it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And it's it, the, just to see the, the drive and, and still doing stuff and still and being beautiful. I mean, just posting mm-hmm. on social media and just, just inspiring other people and also another thing just the way that you encourage everybody else you mm-hmm. I mean, have has really encouraged me and has everybody cheerleader huh everybody cheerleader yes everybody cheerleader I, I mean just just root and just like oh yeah absolutely i mean just just that particular portion i admire that and and it's not just about me but it's everybody i mean mm-hmm. i from from friends that i know outside of the circle from family and just all of that. I mean, that really inspires me and I love that. But Charmy, oh, definitely, I, I'm just, I, I can't wait for you to just be on the, the TV t- sharing your testimony oh, story. To listen. They're going to have you on the, the billboard and you're going to minister to so many people like, hey, this is what I'm going through. They're like, you did what? Yeah, I had this. You what? And you and so many people are gonna be blessed. And they and, and I'm talking, they're gonna put it into your hand. It's coming in your hand in your pocket, in your pocket, in your pocket. Oh, but I thought I was preaching. Come on, like, look, come on, back that, that, like that, back that, in the day. So, when you begin to do those things, it's not gonna be just for Facebook likes, it's gonna it's gonna affect your bank account. And I mean, I mean it's gonna be tangible, something that you can look around and yeah, look back and see, like, wow, I went through all this for this particular reason. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, all right. Last 2.0. Jesus. <laughs> I hate, I, I like, I love this, but I hate it. Um, Just always being there. <laughs> just always I, I, being there. I even hate it too. <laughs> just always being there. Now, I, I mean, so I can go on and on and on, but I, I get really emotional. But the, the fact that Lance is willing to try anything. He's willing, willing to try anything. Um, willing to be open. Just be open, period. <laughs> I, I, I admire that. I wish I had that. I wish I could be that open. Oh, okay, cool. Just, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Because, I mean, it, it, it comes across as you are so fearless. Yes. And, like, you just, so you just decide, like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm like, what? What? What's the plan? <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about that. I'll figure it out when I get there. What? <laughs> Literally, it's like how you travel. He's like, I'm like, what you wearing? Oh, I don't know. I figured out the day that we leave. Like, what? <laughs> but the gag is, but do figure it out. 
pulled it together. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm being open to, to any other thing, being brave. I, I am just inspired by that. I mean, I mean, and I'm mean, I be going to go the, the whole body situation, like to be, you know, because Lance is the youngest but oldest person of us all. And, <laughs> you know, we ba- we baby him because he is mm-hmm. literally like a baby, but it, just, just to be yeah. still doing all he's doing and looking the way he looks at 65, it's just, a, <laughs> it's just like, it's amazing to me. I'm so inspired by that. Uh, but always been there, still mm-hmm. there, um, loving on me, uh, appreciating me and, you know, being willing to just be a friend, a true friend or a free, true ride or die, tell you when, you know, it may not be right, but know exactly what to say, <laughs> you know, because if, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, that's ugly. No, but it's a different way of saying certain things so that they can understand mm-hmm. exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, just the whole fearless braveness of it all. I mean, just Lance, I can just go on and on and on, but I'm going to just stop right there. <laughs> of course, OTP is just really, you know, that's just my little, my little everything, you know. <laughs> OTP is, <laughs> I, I mean, but I, I, I admire the way OTP thinks. OTP really takes you step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, step six. And you understand exactly where he's coming from and he's able to bring it down on your level and take it up a notch to where you know, to where he knows where you're already thinking at you are, cause he already see the big picture before you, you know, think about it. I can start somebody is okay, well, you know, you may want to think about this. Um, the way that OTP thinks and even his conversation, you know, always knowing what words to use, what, you know, references to pull. I definitely admire that about, about him. I want to be like that when I grow up. Some people say I do, I do it in certain settings, but I can't do it all the time. OTP is just always on. Me. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's that's my that's my that's my really fraternal twin. You know those fraternal twins. You know they they, they came out the same womb, but they ain't nothing alike. That's my fraternal. Twin, you know, and I'm sure we can get into a nice read session and stuff like that. But uh, OTP, but OTP is definitely the most giving, kind person. Uh, he is always there as well. Just always there. Um, you know, he he's a little different. He's that different friend, but I can honestly say that I am a better person because of OTP being in my life all these years. And the same thing with Lance 2.0, I'm definitely a better person because of these guys always being there, always being there to talk, always being there to guide. Because I'm the baby, I'm the oldest, but I'm the baby of the bunch. I mean, y'all know what y'all know, y'all give You're me not the I'm, the oldest. Old, I'm the oldest mature one. Okay. <laughs> I'm the baby. I'm the baby <laughs> of the bunch. So you know, yeah, but I'll stop there. Yeah, that was that was so random. I you know normally I would have a, a long script, but you know, we'll be here all night. Uh Charmy. Oh my. So um yikes. Okay, so first of all, Mr. OTP. <laughs> I absolutely love the fact that we can all come to you and say whatever we want to say. You're going to always be that listening ear. You're going to always listen. And then you're going to always be like, you want me to listen or you want me to tell you what I think? Yes. And then you're like, uh uh-uh, ain't it. He read with his finger. Like, oh. <laughs> and I was right. Read with his finger. And you and read. I was listen. right. 
and you were all the way right. You know, I appreciate that. I love the fact that you are, you've always been the mature one. You know, you've always been the one, you know, just, I don't even know how to say it because it's just like, it's just, I don't know. I would say you're definitely the most, most logical one that I know. You're definitely the person who I call if I say, hey, I need help. And this is what, and you're going to give me all of the options. You're going to give me point A, point B, point C. And I love that about you. Like, I absolutely love it. And I'm like, you know, I love that. That's just, it's a beautiful person to have in your life, you know, that you can come to and say, okay, I need a logical aspect. Because, you know, everybody's not going to tell you the honest to God truth. And you are that person to give it to me blood raw. And still extend a hand to say, okay, now how are we going to do this, that, and this? You know, mm -hmm. you're that person. And I love that about you. Mr. Medulla, you are the absolute, probably one of the nicest people that I've ever met. I don't even know how we are in different friend circles and we weren't connected. And it's like, well, dang, hold up. That's your sister. That's my, you know, my ex. What was it? My ex, my kid's dad's girlfriend. I said, wait, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. You sung at my auntie funeral. Wait a minute. Who was your, what? Like, how, how? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what day? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like, I, it was just like, oh. But I mean, I love that you're encouraging. And you say that I'm the cheerleader. You're the cheerleader? You're the cheerleader. And I mean, I don't think I've, I don't know if I've really ever heard you say anything bad about someone that wasn't warranted. I don't say it that way. That wasn't warranted. <laughs> There's the caveat. She put it out there. There's the caveat. She put, she put that smoke screen up. She said, you got to put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That wasn't warranted. Uh -huh. <laughs> but you're helpful and you are, you know, you're kind. And I love that. And I love your spirit and I love your energy because you do have an energy that just, it's infectious. You know, we used to do Zumba. It would be you and Aloysius. It's like, oh my God, I can't keep up. I'm in the back. You know, I'm just in the back. <laughs> and Lord have mercy, my God from Zion. Y'all don't understand. Lance 2.0. Oh no, we understand. My, my best <laughs> oh, no. Friend, oh no, we understand. My little big brother, because that was his name for years. That's my little big brother. You know, that is somebody who, listen, I will fold somebody ass up like a lawn chair about this one right here. You know why? Because at the end of the day, that's somebody who I know I can call and I say, oh my God, I'm losing it. And, and this is the person who's going to bother nobody. And he don't bother nobody. He don't bother nobody. And let's be clear. I'm that person who, <laughs> why she don't like you? Hold up. I don't like that bitch. That bitch don't like you. What the fuck? Like, right. it's over. I have right. zero understanding, mm -hmm. you know? And my thing is, though many people have not heard me cry and be upset and whatever, but it was a time that I was in so much transition, I will call him, I'm like, I just don't know. Like, I'm mm -hmm. just, I'm, I'm doubting myself or I don't understand why I'm going through this or whatever the case may be. And that was the person I called because mm -hmm. it's like, what am I supposed to do, you know? Okay, now I'm getting emotional, so we got to stop this. Okay, okay. So we're on the right. Let's move on. 
for the next person. Thank you. Uh, Lance, oh. Lance. <laughs> Let me go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah, because we know you ain't going to cry. Uh, yeah, I ain't going to cry. You know, I'm not emotional. Yeah, I am emotional, emotional, but I don't like to show my emotion. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I'm going to start with Medulla. No, he'll Pisces. They're a serial killer. Yeah. Medulla. Okay. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> you said what? We said killers. Oh, we are. Yes. Pisces, they're serial killers. Yeah, Pisces are serial killers. My daughter's one. I know. Yeah, exactly. So, no last told. You know your friend. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Medulla. Oh my gosh. Um, this guy, it, like you said, he's support. Support the support that comes mm-hmm. from Medulla. Um, he doesn't understand how he has inspired me so where so so much from like his fashion, his drive. Like his drive is what inspires me to do some work. Because seeing him as a performer on stage is one that has, it blesses you, it touches you, it makes you feel something, it's energy. And just as an overall human being, a decent human being, that is him. You know, Medulla is the person I can call call (laughs) on. You got me laughing, y'all, right now. But he's just one of those people who I can call on and who's just going to... He he knows how to talk you off a ledge. He knows how to just, I mean, when I moved out of my house, he came and helped me clean out my closet, my entire closet. Just like, just help me. I, <laughs> I just know that he he he, he he's always gonna be there for me. Like he's always gonna boost boost me up, you know, even with Zumba. It's incredible to have him there at front row and like even when I was just nervous as fuck to dance you know he would be in the back just doing his crazy shit that would just I would just start laughing <laughs> and I'm just like okay pretty much pretty you much know, he was always the person like even when I was facing my back to people I would look at look to him to just make me laugh when I forgot something or I was just nervous and, you know he knows I, I, I'll always have his back you know I always, always you know look for him to advice and everything so I love you um Charm, charming oh gosh <laughs> I think it's well, been a million times your resilience um we've been through so much shit together over the years relationships family um how the bodies buried the bodies, are buried. <laughs> the bodies are buried. I'll never tell. It's, it's never going to happen. We just have an understanding. Like I, I can say, you've been through so much. You know, I think you're an awesome mother. Your daughters are so respectful. Like to be through to for, to see what, all the challenges that you guys have faced and how you guys have overcame them to just get on the level that you are right now it amazes me every time and sometimes i feel like you doubt yourself and you just don't realize your greatness but you do have a greatness upon you that no one can talk i'm sorry at the end of the day there are people who will literally would have literally gave up um through the stuff that you've been through. And I've seen it in you and you know I will always be there continue support the same way you support me. You know, she's another one who's just a big support, big help. I love you. I love your family. And we just- Her date name used to be the bodyguard. 
<laughs> the bodyguard. Like she has protected me. She has stepped uh, into some conversations on social media about me and just checked the bitch. So she was like, "Say what? Say <laughs> 5.0. <laughs> I'm trying to I can tell about, you. I can say about the damn charmy. Don't mess with." Lance 2.0. I'm scared to mess with Lance 2.0. It's a couple people who I have no understanding about. I don't have no understanding. We're going to have to ask questions later. (laughs) That's right. And that's what I I love about you. And um, Petty. Petty Petty has really, really, really does not understand how much I need him at times because he is one of the one thing I, I'll you inspire me is that you do lead with logic and not your emotions. Feelings. I am yeah. such an emotional person. I'm such a Pisces that I just want to say fuck. You, you know, if I'm if I'm going through an issue, sometimes I just want to say fuck it. You know, I just want to say what the, the communication part that Medulla told us. You know, not saying everything on your mind. Sometimes I want to say the first thing on my mind. I don't even want to think about it. I just want to say the fuck I am and. Petty has gotten me through some situations to where I just was like, I just don't know what to do. He always gives me the best advice. He's always supportive mm-hmm. of me. You know, he's always, you know, he's a cheerleader. You know, he, he, I, I love that mm-hmm. about him. He, he, he talks, he, it, it, it's so crazy. Like I could just be in one of the toughest situations and I could say, what would Petty do in this situation? And I don't think he understands that, like, is is something about him. And I know you guys, and you guys all know that, you know, I'm not the best person to call. I'm not the best person to call people and all that shit, though. But, you know, anytime anybody call me and you need me, I'm dropping. He may not answer these people. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to be there. And all these people, I'm going to be there for, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be because they're there for me you know and you guys have nothing to worry about about not going on this journey with me because i've already made my my mind up that you guys will be on this journey okay just making sure Ooh, I, don't <laughs> I don't want no shit i don't want no shit but Man, i want you can you can choose to turn out you want to it's just, you know, <laughs> what you gonna do when i show up that's all <laughs> right. when i keep showing up mm-hmm. but i but i, I take your phone I wanted to do that exercise because so often people say that, you know, uh, all friends circles have issues, you know, uh, there's always somebody who's jealous of somebody else in the friend circle. And I just wanted to prove that that's not always the case. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. friendships are like relationships, romantic relationships. You have to find the right fit. You can't just invite everybody into your circle. You know, going back to my words of wisdom today, you know, stop venting to people who are glad you got problems. You yes. know what I mean? You, you ain't can't... even in the circle. Right. You know, you 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 have to be mindful of, of who you surround yourself with. And it's okay to compare in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's okay to um to compare in a healthy way. Um, so that was that was it for love versus logic, but you know, we love the shade. <laughs> yes, we do. So you know, we got deep, and now we're gonna come up and talk some shit about some other people. Well, we're not gonna talk shit about this person, yeah. Hmm. Not at all, Beyonce, because we're not trying to get <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce is coming. And... Let's, let's just say, let's just say B, because you know, you say the whole name. They, they, you know, people, they got, they probably got cameras all out my my side, my little face. Right, <laughs> right. You're, you're right. <laughs> she is a force to be reckoned with. You know, she covered Harper's Bazaar. 
she always surprises us. Like we just don't know what she's up to, and it's hard. In her own stuff, her mm-hmm. own stuff on the magazine cover. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, athletic well. This is a bitch who does it her way, and yeah. unapologetically now. I think it's just incredible. To me, this interview that she did with Harper's Bazaar is the best interview she's ever given of her whole entire career. And I think really? it's because- She hasn't, she hasn't was, given a whole lot. So this, this is amazing. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I think that the reason why this is so uh, uh, paramount is because she's never really kind of just been herself. It's always she's never like been she's humanized. Right, you know, she's always been kind of guarded because Beyonce is this image of what she of what somebody in the industry is supposed to be. No uh, scandals, anything like that, or whatever that. So she she was positioned to appear a certain way, and I think in her interview she showed us the human side and why she moves the way that she does. Yes, she answered. And I, I love the fact that she answered questions on her own time, you know, it's mm-hmm. not a force to where, I mean, a lot of celebrities can learn from Beyonce at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Not just her performance, her talent, but her person, her personal life, the way she handles her personal life. I'm choosing to share y'all what I want to share with you. I'm choosing mm-hmm. to respond. And when I do respond, I'm going to respond on my own time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, even, and even when we think about like, all of the different things that she's done in her, her career, why does she make that choice? Like something as simple as somebody um, said that, oh, well, you know, your fans wouldn't respond well to black and white videos or, huh. you know, black and white um, imagery of you. Oh, okay. So guess what? She started doing videos in black and white. Right. The whole album, the whole album was, the album covering everything was black and white. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, okay. Hmm. Let me see if you're wrong. Let's, remember, let's test remember, that theory. And then think about it. Even when we go all the way back to the very beginning with Dangerously in Love, they was like, she didn't have one hit. You're right. She had five. <laughs> five. <laughs> five. Exactly. Exactly. And I know one of the quotes that I just um, wanted to go, because when she talked about fame and privacy, she said, you know, we live in a world with, a, with few boundaries and a lot of access. There are so many internet therapists, comment critics, and experts with no expertise. Our reality can be warped because it's based on personalized algorithms. Mm-hmm. It shows whatever truths we are searching for, and that's dangerous. Mm. Which it goes to show, and that's something that we just talked about. You know, there are a lot of people on the internet who critique and feel like they are the end-all, be-all when it comes to whether it's music, whether it's videos, whether it's, oh, Beyonce, Fashion. Should, Beyonce should do this. Beyonce should do this way. Um, and, it, uh, you know, it, I, it was like the day after this interview, well, the day of this interview, somebody on Twitter had made the comment. They said that one day people are going to get tired of Beyonce's bullshit because she doesn't come forward and y'all are going to realize that she's just using y'all. And like people said, you are the person she just talked about in this interview right now. Mm-hmm. You are exactly that person. Like, why do you feel that she owes you? Because they were like, this is why people like people like Megan Thee Stallion, Rihanna, because they share so much of their personal life. No, that's not why. Because not people that did not share a lot of their life, people still love because there's mystery. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. You know, we didn't know. First of all, let's just be clear. I don't know shit about Diana Ross that Diana Ross don't want me to know. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Right. That's true. 
Diana Ross got how many kids? I've never seen a pregnant. I've seen one picture of Diana Ross pregnant. One. And I don't know which baby it was. I feel like it's, it's it's a different time too. I mean, unfortunately, Beyonce said it best. You know, it's a lot of people that are moguls and ex experts and stuff like that, and they have actually conditioned people to say that you have to post the pictures, you have to post your life, you have to do this to stay relevant, as opposed to you know back then, you know, they didn't have no choice but to kind of hide because they didn't have no phones, had no gadgets, they could just take pictures. But the, but the thing about it, she's at a point in her career now that she doesn't have to do anything to stay relevant. She don't right. nothing. I mean, and I, I think she proved, she proved that when she dropped her very first album with no promo. Like, it just dropped at midnight. No warning. Right. Right. And even with this magazine cover, I can drop a magazine cover and the world's going to stop regardless. Right. Mm -hmm. Ticket mm -hmm. sales go on sale. Bitch, the internet will shut down. And the thing is, we ain't know what you've been up to in the last this quarantine. We don't know what the hell you've been up to. But no, I'm going to drop this magazine cover. Correct. We didn't have to see her life every day. There are now there are certain celebrities who we do. <laughs> yeah, they get they don't have, but they're also I don't think their music lives up to stuff. But Rihanna's not one of those people, so I don't. That's fine. Well, but that but the thing about it is Rihanna has so much other things going on that she's not even just known for her music at this point, right? But and I think as opposed, as opposed to Kim Kardashian. That's all you know for your mm. social media. So That's you right. Have, she you has have. to be everywhere on, on somebody's internet. But another quote that um I wanted to go beyond say um she said a lot of who I am is reserved for the people I love and trust. Those who don't know me have never met me might interpret that as being closed off. Trust the reason those folks don't see certain things about me is because my Virgo ass does not want them to see it. It's not because it doesn't exist. Not that right there. Mm. Not that. <laughs> That, that resonated with me because I honestly feel like that's kind of how I am. Mm -hmm. Like, unless we are super close, a lot of things about me you may not know. You will assume or you make a draw a conclusion or whatever based on right. you know, some factors, whatever, but you really would not know unless we're like close knit. You know what I mean? So I get that, you know, my personal life is reserved for people personally, not for the world. Like outside of my social media, I mean, on my social media, all you can probably tell about me is I went to school, I got two degrees, I'm on a podcast and I smile into the end pictures. That's it. And I travel. And I travel. Mm -hmm. And you might not even get that because I don't post a lot of my damn pictures. Yeah. Right. Those are my memories. Yes. But there's a thing where I think that people feel like their sense of entitlement to all of our lives, you know, um, because they feel like I think it's I feel like it's their way of inadvertently getting to know you without really knowing you. Yeah. So of, you know, maybe so feeling not, they have a connection or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like DM. So maybe meet you out for dinner. They said, oh, we could just oh, I, I know him. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, he was doing this. He was doing that. Yeah. I mean, that, they feel like they know you that way. And it's a part of it, and it's like it goes back to people want to know the stuff so they can critique what you have going on in your life. People mm -hmm. want to critique everything you have going on in your life. You know, we, we've talked about, you know, posting your relationship or who you're with, you know, and I got to a big debate on Clubhouse with somebody about that. Oh, well, why you add me? You know, I was scared. Oh, baby, because they were just like, I don't understand why you wouldn't post your relationship if you're in a relationship because if, somebody, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, they better post me and da da da. I said, first of all, that's You're inviting people into your life 
on social Correct. media. So for you not to understand why certain people don't post who they're with on social media, it's because they don't want to invite people into their life. They're saying that's not inviting people to your life. Well, what are you doing? Exactly. Why do you need that acknowledgement? Is that your ego that needs that acknowledgement? Because that's what it seems like. Or you just want to be claimed. You just want to be Because I told them, like I told them, I said, because you're going to post the person you're with and you're going to post all the good stuff, but post the bad shit. Post when y'all got into that fight outside the club. Post everything. If you if you want if you want to post your relationship, post every single detail about it. And here's the thing. You might not post it, but somebody else did. Damn. And you was tagged in the <laughs> info. They was like, oh, I guess it's trouble in paradise. And they at you and at the person you was fighting. Exactly. Exactly. That's Twitter is notorious for it. You yeah. might not get it on Instagram, but you get it on Twitter. Unfiltered. I'm with you. But yeah, I think that uh, one of the, like I said, Beyonce's, you, I think everybody should go check out the interview. She goes through what she's learned from being from her early childhood up until now. She'll be 40 in a few weeks. So now we're not, we're not going to shade Beyonce. <laughs> but who we are going to shade. Come on. Is nasty ass people. Woo! How do you go on? How do you go on a a media platform and and acknowledge that you don't wash your ass daily? That's disgusting. That's so and, nasty. And that your <laughs> kids don't. don't wash their ass. If you don't see daily. them, what the hell did you just say to me? It, it, has started a, it started a debate to where people are now admitting that they do not bathe every day regularly. And they're top. nasty for admitting that. But these are the same people who don't wash their legs and don't wash their feet. And, but you know what? Now there was, yesterday, there were a lot of Black people saying, you shouldn't wash every day. I, 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 okay, so I'm going to say this. Okay, maybe you shouldn't wash every day because it stripped your oils or whatever. But I just, for me... It's too fucking hot not to wash every day. I wash like three times a day because every time I go outside and walk my damn dog, I got to come back in and take a shower because it's fucking Because you smell like outside. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you're just sitting around your house all day and you ain't going no damn well, you might just sit your own filth. Even then. (laughs) Even with that, that's your right in your business, but you're not going days without that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know. As a woman, I'm going to say as a woman, it's just certain parts that you got that you don't want to have it just sitting there soiling for three days. It's like, three days. Mm-hmm. Three three days. days. I'm, but that was I'm the But that was the I'm thing there. They said that they wash, they said that they wash their important parts. They might wash off and wash their important parts and stuff like that. But everything else is ringworm. Like, have y'all so, ever heard of bath days? No. No, we had I've heard of bath schedules. Yeah, like a bath schedule, bath day. Well, I was looking. Yeah, at like you take a bath yeah. every day at eight o'clock. You take a bath every day at seven thirty. That's a schedule. Oh no, no, this was bath days. <laughs> and I was looking at a video. There was a, a an interracial girl. She was um talking about her mom was white, her dad's black, whatever. And she said they had bath day scheduled. She said they could only take baths on like Tuesdays, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. And she <laughs> said, oh. and but she said that she <laughs> said she said. She learned that it was a thing because she went to an all-white school and she said the other white kids said they had bath days too at their house. But she said when she got to college and she met black pe- other black people, they were like, bath days? What the fuck is that? Right. But she said it really is a thing among white people that they only have certain days that they take a bath on. Well, I don't now, I'm going to have a I'm transparent dispute. moment. 
Now, I would honestly say this, and this is the only time this has ever happened. When I had COVID, I did not take a bath every day because I was so fucking tired. Man, when you sick, so that's hard. I literally, every other day, I would take a shower or I'd sit in the bathtub because it would take so much out of me to just get my ass in the bathroom. Different. That's let different. Let alone stand your that's ass different. in the shower for Because if you've had surgery, you can't take a right. bath every day. Take a Those bath every are day. There are situations where that is warranted mm-hmm. or you get a pass. Just because it's Monday and not Tuesday is not a reason. And she said not also, at all. she said that if they went swimming on bath day, then they didn't have to take a bath because they were already in the pool. Uh, but, <laughs> but water. That's even worse. <laughs> yeah. That's chlorine. <laughs> anyway, I, I just I just feel, you know. Especially being on the West Coast, it, it's the, the heat is serious over here. Right. So mm-hmm. you you, it's so much that be going on. You have to get in the shower when you come home. You have to get up in the morning and take a shower. You just have to because right. it's so hot. Number one, it's and it's no telling what is sitting in those areas after coming outside the heat. Now, certain places, some you may can get like a pass, but it's dry. So that dry stuff and all that, your skin and stuff, all that type of stuff gets into your pores. It sits on your skin. You have to rinse. You have to moisturize. That's Otherwise, why we got- you, you, you're going to turn into a stone. That's why, <laughs> shit like, that's why COVID ain't going no fucking where. That is exactly why shit. And that's yeah. why we got all these fucking diseases and everything. You know, that, that that's why we got them, honestly. You know, people just had to be taught hygiene. Just Look how we just found out that people had to be taught hygiene when the pandemic happened. Wow. <laughs> one thing my grandmother did not play about it was a clean house and a clean body. That's one thing. That's that's a myth. That was the gospel. That was the gospel. I think my grandma put bleach in my water one time. She was yep. not playing. Yep. Sure people did. do that too, though. People do yeah. that. But yeah, yeah here at No Shit Sherlock, we believe in bathing, okay, people? So mm-hmm. daily. And we believe in vaccinating vaccine and we believe in bathing. Yeah. Okay. Just vaccinations and cleanliness <laughs> next to God. Yeah. You know, we are those people. We are. So I'm very excited because I can't find one of my CDs. So the fact that Aaliyah's music is coming. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. When I tell you, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So excited. excited. Although I still got my CDs. I'm missing one. It it is amazing to me after 20 plus years, well, 20 years after that girl been gone, she is still relevant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they're still sampling her music. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, it it just baffles my mind. I'm just like, it's it's great to have going on and anybody thinking about them. But Leah's been gone 20 years, and mm-hmm. we still rocking the boat. We still, still boat. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but she oh. was to me. I think she was supposed to be the new it girl for pop culture. Yeah, she, she was, was pretty. Actor. She, she, was, she pretty. was a pretty girl. She yeah. could dance. She could act. She could hold a note mm-hmm. and stuff. She she just really was. And I think she was also the girl that everybody knew that everybody loved. Yes. So like she was, she was the the the, the was new Monica. You know, she was yeah. the Monica then. You know, because Monica is another person that everybody loved. Right. You know, I think she was just 
And she, she was, was another person girl. who was very private and very private with her life and very, you know, yeah. like, y'all don't know who I'm dating. You know, that that she was until very... Until we did. We Look, knew until we did. <laughs> until we, we knew Dane. We knew Dane. Well, see, a lot of us... We knew Robert Jay-Z. Kelly. A lot of us thought it was Jay-Z. A lot of people didn't realize it was Dame talking she had. I promise you, I always thought it was Jay Z. I thought it was really? Jay Z too, because they used to always be they used to always be in pictures together. I and always thought it was Dame, Dame though. Yeah, I always thought it was Dame. Yeah, so um, I'm so excited about the albums coming. Um, I think they come this week. I think to title the first one. Yeah. Does. I think one in a million comes this week. I'm not sure, but check your uh, whatever subscription service you What's got. Is that going to be a Is it her mom and her brother them? Okay, so there's a big debate with the family. Cause I don't think they really agree. They released a statement the day that it was announced that everything was coming out. They released a statement, but they weren't really clear in their statement. I was just like, what the fuck does this mean? That y'all didn't approve it. But um, then I don't know if you guys remember Static from the group Playa. Um, his brother, yeah, uh, yeah, his brother got on Twitter and he said, um, it's not a was a label issue. He said it's a more of a family issue. He said it's not about the money or anything. It's a definitely a deeper issue than the money. Because if it was about the money, they would have released the album twenty albums twenty as soon as you know streaming came about. They would have been released everything. But he mm-hmm. said an internal conflict there somewhere. So I don't. Yeah, well, you know, we do know that the family was totally against the Leah movie. They was like releasing her stuff and all that. They were totally against it. So they that family is very steadfast when it yes. comes to her protecting her legacy. Yes. So, but. I'm, I'm I'm excited about that, and I mean because it's not just that because um, JoJo's first album is coming um, also because she was on background and she even made a comment. She said they were like JoJo, we can finally hear your album. She was like, "Go listen to the new version I recorded of it because she's not going to get any money from this." Right. So um, yeah, I think there's still some issue, and I don't I, Tony because Tony Braxton's Libra album is coming out because she was on that label, and Tony hasn't made a statement, so I don't know. Yeah, I like I like Libra. I remember Libra. I had it. I, I had love Libra. That was one of my favorite Tony albums. Oh, that one. Every song. I just love that one. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so since we're talking about shade, um, so y'all saw these back to school pictures from these parents this week and last week. I'm not gonna front. I kind of tried not to see them. Um. It's the same uniform, Tuesday to Friday. But it's not. But it's not. Like I'm saying, like the parents who post, oh, first day of school, but you look the same as the third. Like they're in the fucking uniform. Yeah, I went to that shit on the first day, and that's it. They're wearing hoodies in the summertime. Right. Uh-huh. Not a fan. Now y'all know that's what them young boys do. They think they're trying to be cool. Yeah. That's all they want to do. They just yeah. want to be cool. They they're trying care. to be saint. Uh-huh. They just want trying to be, to be little mustmeisters. You know, the little girls don't care. They just like, they just, mm-hmm. they just want them to tell they them. Like they <laughs> that ass fat. <laughs> okay. I can't, I can't, I can't. So speaking of first day of school, so, but answer for a friend. So we didn't, um, we got one, but I wanted to use this one because I saw it or whatever. But did y'all see the one about the mom? Um, her name is Dumplings M or whatever. And she posted a picture. She said, I asked my baby daddy if he could assist with school, um, school clothes, stuff like that for our seven-year-old. And this is what he brought. Am I ungrateful because I feel this ain't enough? He brought one pair of shoes, one pack of socks, four pair of pants, and five shirts. 
So she wanted to know, was she petty because she felt like that that wasn't enough? I feel like she is absolutely ungrateful. Like you said, help with school prep for a seven-year-old. It's a Mm seven-year-old. What stuff was you expecting for a seven-year-old? And why would you buy I think that's more than enough. He's constantly... He's constantly growing. He's seven years old. Why would you even be spending money like that? I mean, but I think she's ungrateful as well. And my thing is, if it's help, you should have actually matched what he did. And the child would actually had a first maybe a couple months of school. That's what I did. That's what I did. You should have went, went, went and bought five more outfits, another pair of shoes, or maybe two pair of shoes. Because people negate to remember that this is a partnership. This is not just mm-hmm. you, you do everything. We're in this together. I'm the father. You're the mother. We are doing this together, and my thing is, a lot of but, times they get with these when they get with these guys. Yeah. These guys already have three three kids plus, so it's only so much they can do anyway. Boo. My thing is this. My thing is this here for both parents is school is not just the first week of school thing. It's a whole it, year. both it, of them, both parents. Y'all should be supporting this kid throughout the entire year. Both of them. But the, so what I'm trying to understand is when we were in school, and I was trying to think back. How many new clothes did we get? How many new pair of shoes and stuff did we get? Did we get maybe two weeks worth and that's two it? Weeks, and your ass, two weeks. And yeah. your ass it was like all two, that two, other shit yeah, in there that, that was going to wash up over the summer. So yep. I'm confused mm-hmm. about why it was such a diss for her but when he only brought like a week's worth of clothes. He's and seven Christmas. years old. And Christmas is right yeah. around the corner. <laughs> right it's around that, the corner. And so that. are the seasons. They will be changing soon. Yeah. Yes, I, I I thought that was interesting or whatever. Uh-huh. That. But we want to thank you guys for tuning in. I enjoyed you guys this episode. I love you guys. I'm so happy to be back. This was an amazing episode. That's all of our episodes are. But... Get vaccinated, people. Please. Or say the hell away from me. You a big fine woman once you back <laughs> that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you, Juicy. Well, feel free. Juicy is on all streaming podcast platforms and no sh- Sherlock podcast. That's S H H. Apple doesn't like our shit. Feel free to send us a email or a DM on social media. Email is no shit Sherlock pod at gmail.com. If you have any answers for our friends or topics that you'd like for us to discuss, or if you just want to say, hey, we listen, hey, go out and you know add reviews to soundcloud and apple um apple podcast be greatly appreciated we want to hear from you guys and look forward we may be popping up on live on our off weeks just to get feedback and, and it's you live whore oh, i like that yes we, are. Yeah, you know, we might do be it. doing that real soon so what keep do we what they call it chat and chew that's mm-hmm. it chat and chew Charm may be chewing on something and i'll just be chatting <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We are out. Bye.